Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Austin Reynolds Sports Talk Show. I'm your host, Austin Reynolds. Excuse me. And I have a great show lined up for today as we're going to be breaking down the, as I'm going to be breaking down all the Major League Baseball games from last night. And as I told y'all yesterday, I'm going to be doing all of the Georgia High School Football 3A region games, which is regions 1 through 8. I'll be saying who's playing each other, who I think is going to win. Basically breaking it down. Not really a full breakdown because most folks don't know all these high school teams. So I'll basically just say who's playing who, what the record was last year, who I got winning the game. But before we hop into that, let's hop in prayer and let's get started. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for another beautiful day. Thank you for another opportunity to live through you and live life and do what we'd like to do. I pray that you bless this show and you bless everybody. You give us a great day today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hope everybody's having a blessed day. Um, It's been a great Wednesday for me. The rain getting a little rough, you know, but we're going to go ahead. We're going to hop into it. So without further ado, let's get started. We're going to start off with the Chicago Cubs. We went to travel to take on the Washington Nationals. As the Chicago Cubs would edge out a 3-2 victory, picking up their 49th win of the year. As Eric Yeoman for the Chicago Cubs will pick up his first win of the year. And Jake McGee for Washington will pick up his third loss of the year. And Roman Wick will pick up his eighth save of the year for the Cubs. Then we head to Atlanta as the Battle of the NL East is still going on as these two teams are fighting the New York Mets. Took on the Atlanta Braves as the New York Mets edged out the Braves 9-7 to pick up their 76th win of the year. The Braves would try to pick. The Braves would get within two in the bottom of the night, but would not have enough time to come back and win the game. As Matt Schreier would pick up his ninth win of the year for the Mets. And Jake Odorizzi would pick up his fifth loss of the year for the Braves. Then it was the Philadelphia Phillies taking on the Cincinnati Reds as this was a defensive game as the Cincinnati Reds would win a one to nothing shutout, 46-70, as it would be a walk-off win for Cincinnati as Jose Rose would hit an RBI single that resulted in the game-winning run. As Alex Diaz for the Cincinnati Reds will pick up his fourth win of the year. And Stranthony... Dominguez will pick up his fourth loss of the year for the Phillies. Then it was the Toronto, sorry, the Kansas City Royals <laughs> taking on the Minnesota Twins as the Minnesota Twins will shut them out four to nothing to pick up their 61st win of the year. As Emilio Pagan would pick up his fourth win of the year for the Minnesota, and Daniel Lynch will pick up his eighth loss of the year for Kansas City. Then it was the Baltimore Orioles taking on the Toronto Blue Jays as the Toronto Blue Jays would win 6-1, picking up their 62nd win of the year. As Yamini Garcia would pick up his second win of the year for Toronto, and Joey Krimble would pick up his fourth loss of the year for Baltimore. Then it was the Seattle Mariners taking on the Los Angeles Angels, as this was a high-scoring game, the Seattle Mariners will pick up their 65th win of the year, winning 11-7. George Kirby for Seattle will pick up his fifth win of the year. And Tuki Torsant will pick up his first loss of the year for Los Angeles. 
Then it was the San Diego Padres taking on the Miami Marlins. As San Diego would win this game 10-3, picking up their 66th win of the year. As Adrian Morrigan would pick up his second win of the year for San Diego. And Pablo Lopez would pick up his eighth loss of the year for Miami. Then it was the Boston Red Sox taking on the Pittsburgh Pirates. As the Boston Red Sox would go back to 500, winning their 59th game of the year, winning 8-3. As Rich Hill would pick up his fifth win of the year for Boston. And Rosani Contreras would pick up his third loss of the year for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Then it was an AL East battle as the Tampa Bay Rays would go on to take the New York Yankees as it would take extra innings as the Tampa Bay would knock in three runs in in the top of the tenth, but then the Yankees would pick up four in the bottom of the tenth. As Donaldson, as Josh Donaldson hit a walk off grants a walk off slam to give the Yankees the eight to seven win to get them at this little funk they've been in to get their seventy third win of the year. As Arnold's Chapman. Picked up his second win of the year. And Jalen Beeks picked up his second loss of the year for the Rays. Then it was the Detroit Tigers taking on the Cleveland Guardians. As the Cleveland Guardians would pick up their 63rd win of the year, winning 8-4. As Brian Shaw would pick up his sixth win of the year for Cleveland. And Andrew Chaffman would pick up his, Chaffin would pick up his second loss of the year for Detroit. Then it was the Colorado Rockies taking on the St. Louis Cardinals as the St. Louis Cardinals would pick up a 5-1 win, picking up their 65th win of the year. As Jordan Montgomery would pick up his 6th win of the year for the St. Louis. And Jimmy Martinez would pick up his 10th loss of the year for Colorado. Then it was the Oakland Athletics taking on the Texas Rangers as the Oakland Athletics would win 7-2, picking up their 43rd win of the year. As Adam Oliver would pick up his second win of the year for Oakland. And Cole Reagan would pick Cole Reagans will pick up his second loss of the year for Texas. Then it was the Houston Astros taking on the Chicago White Sox as the Houston Astros would edge out a three to two win over the White Sox to pick up their seventy sixth win of the year. As Framer Valdez will pick up his league tying ninth twelfth twelfth win of the year for Houston. And Michael Kopik will pick up his ninth loss of the year for Chicago. And Ryan Pursley will pick up his ninth in the league 24th save of the year. And it was the Los Angeles Dodgers taking on the Milwaukee Brewers as the Los Angeles Dodgers. With Edge out, Milwaukee picking up their 81st win of the year, going 2-1. and one. As Tony Gosolin with the league time, 15th win of the year for Los Angeles. Eric Luyer will pick up his 5th loss of the year for Milwaukee. And Craig Kimbrell will pick up his 21st save of the year for Los Angeles. Then in the last game, it was the Arizona Diamondbacks. Taking on the San Francisco Giants as the Arizona Diamondbacks will edge out a 3-2 win, picking up their 54th win of the year. As Noah Ramirez 
would pick up his fourth win of the year for Arizona. Dominic Leon would pick up his fourth loss of the year for San Francisco. And Martin Malikam would pick up his 17th save for Arizona. And that breaks down all the games in the major leagues. Another thing I want to jump into real quick before we hop into the high school football stuff is that LeBron James just signed an extension yesterday, a two-year, $97 million, and, and it shows him in L.A. for two more years after this year. Um, Kind of surprising to me because I really thought LeBron would be trying to get out because there's, there's talks of Cleveland, you know, but he's showing he's committed to staying in L.A., so we'll see what the future holds. But I just want to bring that to y'all's attention if y'all hadn't heard about it. Now, we're going to do each region of Georgia High School Football 3A. And um, I'm just going to break down who's playing, who they're playing, and what the team's record was last year, and who I got winning the game. All right. So we're going to start off in Region 1. As we're going to start off with Carver. As Carver went 12-2 and last year. Great season last year. As they will be taking on Hardaway High School, who went 6-5 and last year. I think Carver has, has the better team. I definitely got Carver taking the win this week in week one. I think, I think they're a better overall team, and I think it will be a very... I actually think it will be very lopsided, in my personal opinion of it. So now we're going to go into... Dory, as Dory went ten and three last year, another good season. The team, good season. As they have dropped, as they have dropped from four A, they're taking on Westover this year, who went one and eight last year. Another, I think another lopsided game. Got Dory High School winning this game, very lopsided. Then we got Thompsonville, who's moving up from two A, who went thirteen and two last year, as they will be taking on. Brook County, who went 12-2 and last year. I got this be at a very competitive game. I got it going down to the last few seconds, but I do got Thompsonville edging out this win. Then we got Crisp County, as they went 9-4 last year. As they have moved up from Region 2 to Region 1. As Doc, I said, they went 9-4 last year. They were taking on Dooley County, who went 6-4 last year. I think this game will be closer than people think it's going to be, but I definitely have Crisp County taking this win and, and starting off the season undefeated. Then we got Columbus High School, who came down from 4A last year, who was 4-6. and six, As they will be taking on Northside, who went 4-5 and five last year. I got this game being another very competitive game in Region 1. But I got... Columbus edging it out a win. Starting their season off undefeated. Then we got Monroe. Who was coming down from 4 Who went 3-7 and seven last year. And they're taking on Mitchell County. Who went 6-4 and four last year. Um, I think Mitchell County has too much for Monroe. As I have Monroe taking the L and starting off their season with a loss. Now that breaks down Region 1. Now we're going to hop into Region 2. As we're going to start off with Jackson. 
as all the teams in this region that are in the region this year was in it last year as Jackson went five and six last year as they will be taking on Eagles Landing who's who went three six and one last year struggled last year but they're a very bigger team um I think they have a better feel for this game coming into this game than Jackson will and I got Eagles Landing taking this win Then we got Mary Persons, who went seven and four last year. They'll be taking on Northeast, who went nine and four last year. Um, very competitive game. Uh, I think Mary Persons is a bigger team, a more a more diverse team, and I have Mary Persons taking a win over Northeast High School. Then we got Peach County, who went eight and four last year. As they will be taking on Baldwin High School, who went six and four last year. Um, I actually got Peach County taking this loss, as I got Baldwin winning this game and starting off their season with a win. Then we got Pike County, who had a not so good season last year, going three and seven, but they're taking on Temple High School, who went one and seven last year. Team that struggled. To find their base, and I think Pike County starts the season off with a win. Then in the last game in Region Two is Upson Lee, who went four and six last year, taking on Union Grove, who was seven and four last year. Um, I think Upson Lee puts up a big fight, but Union Grove ends ends up with a win and starts the season off undefeated. Now we're going to jump into Region Three. As Groves High School will not be playing this week, this weekend, as they have an open week to start the season. So we will start off with the defending 3A Region Three champions, Liberty County, as they would go stay as, as they went six and four last year, as they will be taking on Southeast Bullock, who went ten and two last year. Now, last year's matchup, Liberty won the matchup 28-20, and Liberty was the home team. I think this goes to the home team again this year. They got South Southeast Bullock taking the win, starting the season off undefeated. Then we got Calvary Day, as they had a great year last year. They was at a private league, as they went 12-1 last year, as they were taking on Island High School as a team that went 4-6. And I got Calvary Day taking this win handily. I don't think it's even close. I think Calvary Day is going to be very competitive in 3A. I think it'll be a playoff team, but I think it'll be very good. The number three is Johnson High School, who went 5-6 and six last year. As they will be taking on McIntosh County Academy, who went 6-5-1 and one last year. I think this game is very close, but I have to give it to McIntosh County Academy. I'm getting this win. Then it's Long County. As they went five and six last year, as they were taking on Toombs County, who went four and six last year. Another great game. Another I think it's actually gonna be competitive. I think it'll be in the teens into the fourth quarter. I think the first team to hit twenty wins. As I got Long County taking this win. Then then we got Savannah Christian, who went Five and six last year. Another team that went from a Chris a private league as they will be taking on 
Hitler Head Academy who went thirteen and last year. Hitler Head Christian Academy winning their league, winning their state title in their league. As I got Hilton Head Christian Academy making short work as a random Christian, making a taking a big win. And then we got Savannah County Day. Another school that, that moved over from a private league. As they went four and seven last year as they'll be taking on Windsor Forbes who went four and five last year. Um close game, very competitive as I got Windsor Forbes winning this game in a nail biter. Then we got Beach High School who went one and eight last year. Taking on Bluffington who went two and eight last year. I think this game is a battle of teams that's gonna struggle all year, but I'm giving Bluffington the win. Now we're going to go into Region 4. And we're going to start off with the new team coming into the region. Salem. One second, I think the paperwork. Sorry, y'all. Salem, who went four and six, as they was in Region Five last year, they went four and six. As they're taking on Heritage, who went one and nine last year, as I think Heritage is not going to be competitive enough for Salem, and Salem is going to start the season off with a win. Then it is the Academy of Richmond, Academy of Richmond County, who went two and eight last year, is taking on Veterans High School, who went two and nine. Um, I think Veterans High School is a slightly better team. Because of the type of competition they play. So I definitely have the Veterans High School taking the win. And then there's Harlem. High School who went 5-6 and six last year. Taking on Green Barrier. Who went 4-6 and six last year. Harlem won the matchup last year. 29-25. And I have Harlem winning this one again. Now for the next one, I could not say this team's name and save my life, but I'm going to say Hibzazabal, I think I said it wrong last time. I probably said it wrong this time as they went 500 ball last year going 5-5. Five and five, as They'll be taking on Westside, who had a great season last year going 9-3. and three, As I definitely have Westside taking this game. I don't think it's close. I think Westside handles them quick. Then there's Butler taking on Cross Creek. As Butler was 0-10 last year. And Cross Creek, who went 1-9 last year. As I got this game being competitive with two teams, I think it's going to struggle again this year. I don't even... I looked at the schedule because, like I said, they're not in 3A. So, I think they're not going to beat Cross Creek. I, think I got Cross Creek winning this game soundly. Then for the last game for three for Region 4, is I have Morgan County, who went 4-7 and seven last year. It's taking on Social Circle, who went 6-5 and five last year. As I got Social Circle winning this game, but I got it being very competitive and close. Now we're going to hop into Region 5, who is home of the defending state champion, Cedar Grove. As I got the defending state champions, as they're 12-3, and three, taking on Bainbridge, who went 9-4 and four last year. As Anthony Grove went 12-3 last year. I got Cedar Grove actually beating him probably by 15, 16 points. And Cedar Grove will start their reign undefeated. Then, you, then Carver, 
who went 12 and 3 last year, will be taking on South Cobb High School, who went 4 and 6 last year. Another game I think Carver going to dominate, and they're going to end the game soundly. And then, I'm sorry, guys, I'm going to do this a little wrong. I've just been going from away team to home team. When I should sure think I'm going to start going by the actual teams in the region so you know who's in the region because you're probably like, who's in these regions? I'm going to say the teams that's already in the region. The team that's in the region I'm talking about and who they're playing. So, for y'all, I'll do, I'll do it like that for the rest of the podcast. Now, Sand Creek, who went 9-2 last year, is taking on Newman, who went 3-7 and seven last year. Again, another big win for this region. We got Sandy Creek, Sound Lake winning it. Now, Douglas is hosting Mays, as Douglas went 2-9 and nine last year, and Mays went 3-7. and seven. Competitive game with teams. I think I think both of these teams will improve from last year. But I got Mays giving Douglas their first loss of the year. Now we're going to go into Region 6. As in this region, there will be a new champion with the defending champion, Rock Mark. Mark going down in two-way. So we're going to start off with... Lakeview for Oglethorpe, who went one and nine last year, as they are hosting Gilmer. As Gilmer is a is in the same league, but they're in seven A. So we will do this game now. We'll be doing this in the next region because this is two regions playing each other. As I got Gilmer winning a close game against Lakeview for Oglethorpe. Then there's Contula Creek High School. Who went four and six is hosting Murray County, who was in the region last year but moved down to two A. As Murray County went one and nine last year, as I as I have Cahoola Creek taking a big win, defeating Murray County again as they did last year. Then we have Berman County. Who finished the season five and six last year, heading to Hurd County, who went six and six last year. As I had Berman getting a win to start off the season, starting off on a big note. Then Lafayette High School, who went four and six last year, is heading to Chattooga High School, who was at five and five last year. This game will be very competitive, but I got Chattooga taking this win. And then Rick Gold, who finished second in the region, whose only region loss was to do defending Rock Mark. As they went 10 and 2 last year, the only other loss they had was nine region. As they will be hosting Heritage, who went 6 and 4 last year. As I got Rick, Rick Gold handling this game soundly. And I got a little beef from Ring Gold because they beat my Aluma team last year, last year in the playoffs. But Ring Gold got the win. Then it will be Gordon Lee, who finished the season last year at 5-6. will be hosting Tryon, who went 10-2 last year. I don't think Gordon Lee has a chance in this game. I think Tryon takes this win and flies with it. Now, there is two teams that has an open week this week for Region 6. And it's Addersville and Ridgeland. And now we're going to go into Region 7. As the former champion... Last year, Cherokee Bluff High School has went up to 4A, so there will be a new champion this year. And we're going to start off with Pickens, who dropped down from 4A 
who finished their season four and five last year and is take is headed to Snowerville High School as they finished the season last year six and four. As I had Snowerville beating Pickers. I think Pickers competes with them. But got Snowville edging them out. Then we got Lumpton County, who finished last year two and eight, taking on Riverside Military Academy. As Riverside Military Academy has already played the game, they got shut out last week, fourteen to nothing, and they went one and six last year. I think this game is very competitive. I think both of these teams will continue to struggle, but I got Lumpton County getting the win. Like I said, we done did the Gilmore and Lakeview Fort. Oglethorpe, as I told y'all, who got winning that game. Now we're going to Dawson County, who is the defending runner-ups in this region last year. As they will be, as they went seven and five last year, as they'll be hosting Jackson County, who went five and six. Jackson County's in a way bigger league. Um, I think Jackson County will definitely get the win over Dawson, but I think it'll be very close. And then we got. Wesleyan, who went eight and four last year, if they was in some type of APR five, I don't know what that means. I just I just saw it online. I don't know. I guess it's a private school league. As they would be taking on Mount Vernon, who went seven and five last year, as I got Wesleyan winning their first game, being in three A. Then we got I got West Hall. Who is hosting East Hall this year? As West Hall finished the season four and six last year, and East Hall finished one and nine. And West Hall won this matchup last year, forty-eight to twenty-one, and it don't change again. West Hall wins again. Then for the last game in the region, White County will be hosting North Hall as White County finished the season four and seven last year, and North Hall finished the season six and five. As I have North Hall defeating White County. Now we go in the region eight, the region I grew up in, and by far always be my favorite region because that's what I played in. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and get started as defending region champions Monroe area, who finished their season eleven and one, is traveling to Logansville to take on Logansville High School. As they would Logansville would go four and six last year. I think a lot of people like, oh, well, Logansville's a way bigger team. They got Monroe, but I actually got Monroe area going on the road, defeating Logansville. Then we got the new addition to to region to three A region eight, Herbon Christian Academy, who played in the private school league, as they went four and seven last year, and they're taking on Chesity, who went three and seven last year. As they got this being a big game, a great game between two teams, I think it's going to continue to have the same kind of record this year. As I got Hero and Christian Academy picking up their first win, being a member of the 3A League. Then we got Franklin County, who went three and seven last year. He's always toward the bottom in our region. They're taking on Madison County, who went five and five last year. As I have Madison County picking up the win, I think Franklin can hang with it for a couple quarters, but the second half hits, Madison takes it away with it. Then we got one of the biggest rivalries in Northeast Georgia, my favorite rivalry. Rivalry I love to play in and still love to watch to this day. As the Hart County Bulldogs are heading to Elwood County, 
as Hart County finished third in the region last year, going seven and three as they take on Elbert County, who's five and five. As I have Hart County picking up another win as last year, they beat them pretty soundly. I think it was fifty something to twenty something or forty something. It was fifty something. I think it was fifty four twenty six. Maybe score wrong. I forgot to write it down. That's my fault. But I got Hart County winning again this year, and continue to be the, on the winning side of the rivalry. Then the team, the last team from the region that made the playoffs last year, Stevens County Indians, where I live at now in the cold, as they are eight and four, as they are hosting Habersham Central, who went three and seven last year. I think Stevens County Habersham have a great game, but I got Stevens County picking up the win. And then for the last game of 3A and of Region 8, it is the defending Region 8 runner-up, Saconi County, who went 10-2 last year, taking on their rival, Norfolk County County, who went 10-4 last year, who lost in the, in the Final Four of their league. As I got Norfolk County County defeating the Coney County in a nail biter. And that breaks down everything for 3A football in the high school in the state of Georgia. As um Saturday morning. Or probably yeah, I, Monday morning. I'll do it Monday morning. Monday morning I will break down who won each game. And and then went and then about the same day day next week, Thursday morning, I will be breaking down the second week of games for three A. Um and tomorrow I'll be I'll be back tomorrow as we will have a great show plan as I'll be breaking down the one NFL game that is getting played today as the Chicago Bears are taking on the Seattle Seahawks. And um, I will break down all the Major League Baseball games. And like I said, and then tomorrow is high school football at Full Throttle Bank. And like I said, I'll do it on Monday. Since the beginning of the new week, I'll talk about all the games Monday. Saturday, as far as I know, the podcast will be me talking about Major League Baseball scores, and that might be it. And sports news, we'll get, we'll get to it. But I appreciate y'all for tuning in today's show. We're going to hop in prayer. And then let y'all get to y'all's day. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for another beautiful day. Thank you for allowing me to do what I love. Thank you for allowing people to do what they love. And we appreciate you and everything that you do. And everything you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Y'all, 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 y'all continue to support me and continue to show me how much y'all love me and support me. I appreciate y'all and everything. Remember, it's all gas, no breaks, all 2022. All right, peace. We out.